from the heart of America. Blind Living Radio. Radio by the blind. For the world. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. This is one of your hosts, Danielle Crapo, and I am the blind half of this hosting duo. Joining me in the studio today is Harley Thomas, our sighted co-host. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. How are you? Is Vala with us today Vala in the is Actually, you might hear Vala talking a little bit. Because I can't see her because she's under the table, I guess. Yes, but she might whine a little bit. So. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, so I am really excited to be on the air today because we have one of my favorite people ever in the studio with us today. I thought I was your favorite people ever. You're my favorite Harley ever. Okay. (laughs) Um, We have Cheryl Orgus, the Executive Director of Audio Braille Literacy Enhancement. Uh, also Better known as as ABLE. ABLE. Yes. So hi, Cheryl. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. We're so glad to have you here. So we're going to talk with Cheryl just a little bit more um, in continuing our conversations on resources in the city of Milwaukee for those who are visually impaired or blind who might be visiting or looking to move here to work here. Or companies that want to make things more accessible for more employees. Exactly. So Cheryl, do you want to tell our listening audience just a little bit about ABLE and what you offer for products and services? Absolutely. ABLE is short for Audio and Braille Literacy Enhancement. Our vision is that everyone will have access to the printed word. And our mission is to provide alternative ways for people with print disabilities to read. So how we do that in action is that we produce Braille and audio formats. We have a team of wonderful volunteers, over 50 volunteers, who have either become certified Braillist or professional readers who use digital equipment to read material into a computer. So either in our Braille or all our audio formats, we do all kinds of things for people who are print disabled. People are blind, visually impaired, or print disabled. So that list is long, but it includes uh, textbooks for children and adults. It includes a wide range of library books. In fact, we have a very special relationship with the Wisconsin Talking Book and Braille Library where we record books for WTBBL, and those books go out to uh, anywhere between 100 or 150 people. They actually could go out to 6,000 people in Wisconsin. That's one of my goals. Someday I'm going to get that book read that everybody wants to read. But a perfect example of something we've read is Invisible by Ruth Silver. Ruth Silver is the founder of the Center for Deaf-Blind Persons, and she wrote her story, And we recorded the book for the Wisconsin Talking Book and Braille Library. And over 125 people have requested that book in an audio format. We've also brailled that book. So that relationship with Wisconsin Talking Book and Braille Library helps us get more material out to more people. We also do a lot of material for individuals and organizations. That would include medical forms, medical handouts, critical health-related materials, and do material for the workplace. So, in fact, um, here at Industries, we do personnel materials, we do promotional materials, and whenever Danielle calls, we do it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Cheryl's very, uh, Cheryl and uh, the other staff and volunteers at ABLE are very, 
um, instrumental in getting a lot of our recruiting materials out. Trade they've, show material. Yeah, they've done a couple of blogs for us, too, uh, putting them in Braille. And actually, didn't Abel recently start doing restaurant menus? Well, it's one of, been one of my pet projects. We received a grant from the Shorewood Men's Club to do all the restaurants in Shorewood, and others found out about it in the Linus Club in West Bend asked us if we would do their menus in Braille, and the the word is getting around. So who will help us sponsor the next round of menus? That is really yeah. great. I know when I travel with Danielle, she always asks, do you have a Braille menu? And some people are like, no, our, our menu is in English. Oh, no. <laughs> it's that sad. Yeah. It's sad yeah. to say, yeah. Cheryl. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing, but we're very excited for those that are are willing to let us do their menu in Braille. The um, one of the owners of Beans and Barley said, "Thanks for making us better," and oh. that was just it was really great to get that menu in Braille. So now you know where you're taking me for lunch next week, right? Ah. Oh, hey, Harley. Well, I think she's, she's talking, talking about. She's talking to me. <laughs> I think she's talking to you. Who's gonna drive? <laughs> we can let Vala drive. Okay, uh. Vala the dog can drive. That's a great <laughs> idea. A new project that we started about a year ago is same-day Braille for kids. I mean, we've been doing material, text materials for children ever since the 60s. That's how we started, actually, back in the 60s, was providing text materials for kids. But the process of producing Braille does take some time. And the way that children are taught today, many times a regular ed teacher comes in that day with something in print for the students. And then the teacher of the blind or visually impaired has to deal with that print material. Well, a teacher of the blind, that's not her job to braille. That's Abel's job to braille. So we actually hired a part-time person who comes in the morning. She looks in her email. She looks at the fax machine. There are all kinds of orders ready for her to do, and she does that same-day braille. She emails it back, and then the teacher embosses it at the school, and those kids actually have that material the same day. Rather than sitting there hanging out while all their peers are looking at what the teacher gave them in print. So that's been another new exciting project at ABLE. I think that's really neat, Cheryl. And we're actually, it's time for a quick break and a word from our sponsor. I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Danielle Crapo with Blind Living Radio. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after a word from Industries for the Blind, Milwaukee, the official sponsor of Blind Living Radio. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio, supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Learn more at IBMILW.com. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I am one of your hosts, Danielle Crapo, and joining me in the studio is Harley Thomas. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. I'm enjoying our discussion this morning. 
Me too. Uh, also joining Harley and myself in the studio is the executive director of ABLE. Uh, that's Audio and Braille Literacy Enhancement, Miss Cheryl Orgus. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. So, Cheryl, you and I actually know each other um, through, we met through um, a couple of collaborations that we did through Industries for the Blind, but we also know each other socially. Um, so, and I, you know, I admire you very, very much um, just, you know, living and working in Milwaukee as a, as a blind mom, actually. So I wanted to ask you about your experience doing just that, living, working, and uh, raising your son here in the city. So what's what was that like? Well, I love being a mom. And I have to say, before Christopher was born, my husband, who's also blind, and I met with a number of blind parents and said, well, how do you do this, really? Because we needed all the alternative techniques that maybe sighted people don't need or are not aware of because vision is how they parent. So we have vision of another kind. And all the things we worried about, they said, oh, those are not the things to worry about. The things to worry about are what all parents worry about. So when I was asking about changing diapers, they're like, that is not to worry about. And I remember when Christopher Oh, it was a year, and I was in the process of that wonderful diaper change, and I thought, and I was worried about this. Let's see, how many practices have I had over the last year? <laughs> so it really was an eye-opener that, that really some of the same challenges we had are what, what all parents have. It's that friend that you know is not a great match for your son, but we knew if we said, mm, I don't know that you can play with that kid anymore, that that would just make that all the more attractive. That that Bill, who's also blind, and I, we just really, we just learned from other parents, both sighted and blind, and we stayed present with our child. Communication is key, and I've actually found that then I noticed that lots of blind parents have children that are more well-behaved than many sighted parents. And I honestly think that because we need to have some firm rules, I can't have my kid crawling under clothes racks in the department store. I can't have him at the on the other end of the of the mall that you know when he was little he held my hand and I knew exactly where he was and and we had a rule that he always had to answer and I just noticed over time that blind parents have kids that just are better listeners they're better communicators well we're teaching them all the time how how to talk with us how to talk with adults I can remember an experience where we we were at the donut shop and I got Christopher a donut, and we were sitting there. I said, please, Mom, can I have another donut? And I'm thinking, he's four and a half, five. He should be able to get his own donut. And then I thought, oh, no. If I have him go up and get his own donut, people will think it's because I'm blind and I can't do it. You can't have that. No. no. So then I said, well, what's my job here? My job is to parent, and it's time for him to learn how to do this himself. So I was so gratified. We had this conversation. He said, I don't want to, can't do that. Sure you can. Here's a dollar. This is what it costs. Okay, that shows how old he is now. We could buy a, do a donut for a dollar. <laughs> well, he walked up to get his donut, and a gentleman at the next table said, what a great parent you are. And instead of hearing, oh, isn't that great that he takes care of you, you know, I got the, what a great parent. It was such, such a gift. So having that important process of communication has really given us a great relationship with Christopher. Christopher's now 20. He's off in Utah. He's very independent. He's a 
wildland firefighter and dreams to be a smoke jumper and and people say, aren't you worried about that? And I said, he's well-trained and he's not living in my basement playing video games. <laughs> All very positive things, Cheryl. Yeah, it's great. It, it's great to hear your stories about Christopher. I always look forward to hearing the next update on how he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's great that you and Bill, I, I noticed too that you and Bill, like Tony and myself, go out on dates together. And yep. you're very active in the in the city. And, and so you use um, public transportation pretty often, right? We sure do. And we walk, um, we walk many places. We're well known in Shorewood at uh, all the establishments and Bill has been on the Pedestrian Safety Committee in Sherwood for um, nearly 12 years now, and I was on the walking school bus at Lake Bluff when Christopher was little. So we've been very much a part of our community and, and well-known. You know, of course we're well-known because we're blind. There's only a few of us in Shorewood, but we're well-known because of the responsibility we take in the community and our part in making Shorewood a great place to live. Coolest blind lady ever. Yeah, well. Coolest <laughs> blind lady ever. Oh, you make me blush. <laughs> Cheryl, we, Danielle and I work with uh, several other blind parents where both are blind or where one spouse is blind. And what you said about behavior and challenges and the expression on your face when you talk about the gentleman that was sitting next to you. But what a great parent you are having your son go up and buy a donut by himself and empowering him. Mm -hmm. I know people on the podcast can't hear it, but Cheryl had a big smile on her face. And obviously that was many years ago, but it still holds very true and is very touching to you. Yeah, because as blind parents, we're so used to hearing, oh, your son takes such good care of you, or what a good job helping her cross the street. It was just such a nice surprise, um, what he said. After I struggled with... Do I do this even though somebody might judge, or do I do this because I need to be a parent to teach this child about taking the next steps and being independent? That's awesome. That is such a great story. Well, we're going to take a quick break here to get a word from our sponsor, um, and we'll be back in a few minutes with Cheryl. This is Danielle Crapo and Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio. Be right back. Blind Living Radio will be right back after these messages. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by Industries for the Blind, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Learn more at ibmilw.com. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Danielle Crapo. Uh, I actually happen to be blind, and my co-host is Harley Thomas. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. And Harley happens to be sighted. So we are joined in the studio today by Cheryl Orgus, Executive Director of Audio Braille and Literacy Enhancement. Hey, Cheryl. Hey there. Just talk a little bit more about, you know, your involvement in the community and how ABLE works within the community. Um, there have been a few collaborations that Industries for the Blind has had with ABLE. Do you want to talk a little bit about those? Oh, I would love to. I love the partnership that ABLE has with Industries uh, for the Blind. We have been 
doing Braille games through ABLE as a partner to Vision Forward, formerly the Badger, actually for 12 or 13 years. I wasn't a part of it, but ABLE was in lending our Braillists to judge some of the tests. Well, uh, so what is the, the Braille game? Oh, for the those of Braille us that don't games. know what oh, it is, I thought everybody I know <laughs> loves the Braille oh, okay. games. And Braille games is a day of fun with Braille for Milwaukee Public School students and students all over Waukesha County uh, into Ogzaki and Madison and beyond. And it was started by uh, the Badger, now Vision Forward, back in the earliest part of this century. And there's a whole day of all different kinds of activities that are focused around Braille. You know, kids with print, they see it every day. They see it on signs. They they see their parents reading and their siblings reading. Well, many times a blind child, the only Braille they see is what they're reading themselves. And the concept of Braille games came about to at least for one day, get kids totally immersed in Braille. Well, I love Braille. I'm a power Braille user. I've been using Braille ever since I was five. So when I came on to direct ABLE back in 2007, I said, well, not only can we lend you our Braillers to judge some of the games, why can't we become a partner in Braille games. Well, you know, when there's two partners, there always can be more. One of the things that Braille games does is it matches blind adults, strong role models, and mentors with blind kids. Many many times blind kids, they might know other blind kids, but they don't know other adults, that they don't see people growing up and being independent and getting jobs. So, of course, where did I go for blind role models? Well, Industries for the Blind. So I said, Chuck, I need to borrow some staff for Braille games. So starting in in 2008, Chuck would lend anywhere from two to three staff uh, for the day as a part of our Braille Games mentoring team. And anybody you talk to about Braille Games, they will tell you that I am avid about paying attention to our matches for Braille Games because our blind children need to see competent blind adults. Well, where are you going to find them? Well, you are going to find them at Industries. So it's one of my favorite collaborations, and I love just sending Chuck off an email. Hey, can I have your staff for the day? And he writes back, sure. And Danielle always says, me, me, me. (laughs) Pick me, pick me. Right, right. With that history uh, with industries, we started to do a little bit more in the schools. And one of the uh, great ideas that came to us via another funder, uh, Industries also is a tremendous funder, and I'm so very grateful for the for the funding that we receive. And another funder said, well, you know, what about doing the big read? Well, the big read for the library and uh, the Milwaukee Rep in 2011-12 was To Kill a Mockingbird. So our resource room for the blind at Roosevelt School for the Arts, ABLE, Wisconsin Talking Book and Braille Library and Industries all collaborated, and we did book group around that book. The kids were delighted. It was a great time. And then at the end of the season, we all went to see To Kill a Mockingbird. And that started a a long connection around book group. We started that in 11, and we just finished a book 
um, in early June of 2014. So periodically, Chuck Lange will get an email from me. Well, you know, book group is this uh, the afternoon of the 30th. Can I have Steve for the afternoon? Or is Danielle available? And it's, I just can't tell you how important it is to have such a partnership that we can depend on a business like Industries to share your competent staff with us. It makes such a great difference in the community. The kids love talking with Steve Heason about technology and computers. And, you know, I look for different mentors that offer different things for our children so that they have a wide range of experiences to help them make their own decisions about what are they going to do as they grow up and what skills do they need to develop. And I think that's something as a parent myself or even as a as a good corporate citizen that's one of the things we need to teach the next generation yeah i think it's great when you know when i help out at braille games i remember my first time i was so nervous and one of the little girls on my team said something about there was a game where there were things uh, at a shop like at a grocery store but the the labels were all done in braille and i said i love shopping and she says you love shopping? I said, yeah. She said, me too. We're twins. And that, that has stuck with me just because, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know very many uh, adults who were blind and successful and lived on their own and did everything for themselves. So it's neat to be able to give back to our community that way. It's very empowering for me and I know for the rest of our team that does the mentoring as well. Our children see how fast adults read Braille, how fast we write it, and it gives them encouragement. Oh, maybe I can do this too. And our newest game this year was focused on the slate and stylus. And the slate and stylus is really like a sighted person's pen and paper. It's small. It's something you can carry around. And many times schools have stopped focusing on the Slayton Stylus or teaching it. And what we've said is everybody needs something portable, no matter how much technology is out there. So this year we we did the Slayton Stylus game. And some of the comments that kid, kids had was, oh, I need to go back and have my teacher work with me on this. It's, it's just another tool. What I say is it's important to have as many tools as you can in your toolbox of life for success the toolbox for life and success this has been a great show and yeah. i want to give special thanks to cheryl our guest thank you cheryl so thanks much for the opportunity oh, if I folks want to learn more about able how can they learn about able they can go to our website ablenow.org a-b-l-e-n-o-w correct .org. correct you can give us a call, 414-286-3039. We're happy to Braille for you. We're happy to do audio for you. We're happy to accept you as a volunteer. We're happy to team up uh, with other organizations. We're here for the community. Well, this has been your hosts, Danielle Crapo and Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to take some time and support Blind Living Radio by signing up for our newsletter, and events at blindlivingradio.com. Thanks, everybody. Blind Living Radio is proud to be supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. To learn more about Industries for the Blind, go to ibmilw.com and find out how you can directly help support the blind community.